Today's episode of In the Trenches is brought to you by System 12 Guitar Method. Sign up today at RyanRoxy.com. In the Trenches with Ryan Roxy. Hello, 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 and welcome to another live stream episode of In the Trenches podcast. I'm your host for the day, Vic Chalfont. I have to admit, I'm a little bit nervous about doing this because usually I'm the producer and I just come on the show and pop up when there's a problem. Hopefully there won't be any issues today because we've got a really special show for you. This is part three in a series of interviews by the founding members of the RGA or Roxy Guitar Army. Robbie Miller and Dave Rattenberry have had their episodes, but today I'm gonna dive deeper into the trenches and hopefully help everybody get to know our regular host a little bit better. I'm calling this episode the Who the Fuck is Ryan Roxy episode. And if you'd like, you can visit our store at ryanroxy.com and get a shirt to commemorate this historic event. Roxy's loving this. Okay, so before we get started, I want to ask all of you to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast and set notifications so that you don't miss any of our content. I also want to thank our sponsor, Click Eyewear. Uh, for helping support us. And if you like the glasses that Ryan's wearing during the show, go check them out at clickreaders.com. So I don't think that I really need to introduce today's guest because most of you have tuned into the show before and his name's even in the title. But I do want to welcome into the trenches my friend and the lead guitarist for Alice Cooper, Mr. Ryan Roxy. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Wait Vic. a minute. You're on the wrong side. You're, you're what? Not That's today. right. All right. There I'm in the guest position. Look at you. Production value from the producer. I would expect right. no less. Happy New Year almost, Vic Chalfont. That's awesome. So I, I've literally been avoiding talking to you all week because... <laughs> I thought something was you, up. <laughs> well, I just, I haven't spoken to you because... Usually, you know, when we're talking behind the scenes and, uh, you know, before and after the show, a lot of times we have really good conversations and we even comment sometimes that we should be recording this. This should be a show. And I thought that today we should just have one of our conversations like we usually do, maybe with a couple extra little things added in. Why not? I get and to see. And the cool thing about today is, Vic, the cool thing is I get to see everybody in the chat, uh, which is that live stream chat only on Ryan Roxy official. You did such a good job of hyping up the store and you hyped up the click eyewear, all that kind of stuff, man. I'm impressed with the production, but I get to see the mm -hmm. comments today. Cause usually I'm, my head is either buried in the script or it's, you know, uh, what's going to thinking in my own head, what's going to be the next question, blah, blah, blah. But no, no that's, that's something I'm, I want to let everybody know up front that I'm probably going to have a little bit of trouble because I'm both producing and hosting today. So um, I'm going to do my best to put up some comments and, and those kinds of things, but I'm trying to flip back and forth between a lot of different buttons. Can't hear you, bro. I want to start off can't, and ask you. Can't hear you, bro. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I can actually hear you. I can hear you. And I saw Stanley in the back. Stanley got out, out of, off the couch and I guess has oh, gone to a closer position now. So uh, happy new year to Stanley as well. And to you and your whole family, as well as everybody in the RGA that's in the chat right now. Um, I, I see you all. What's up? K Kitty Oates from Australia is there. I see Linda, Donna, Ashley, Susan, Chris. Oh man. Vickery. What's up, dude? Oh man. So did you tell them what the main thing of today is going to be? Like one of our, no. besides you interviewing me, there's a big sort of part of today's show 
that we're going well, to have the we're going to give out the awards for the people who participated in the Merry Christmas Everybody video. Yeah. Merry Christmas Video Awards. And maybe not as much prestige as the MTV Awards or the VMAs, but... Uh, it's, it's similar. It's very similar. It's similar. I'll take it. I'll take it. Probably better better quality awards. <laughs> so I wanted to start off and just ask you, how was your Christmas? How was my Christmas? Uh, low key. We had a Christmas miracle on the twenty. I think just the Christmas Eve, it started snowing here in, at the North Pole in Sweden. You'd expect it, but um, it wasn't. It hadn't really snowed all that much so much so far here in Sweden. But uh, literally on the you know Christmas Eve, because it's it's a little bit weird. It was the twenty third, because here in in Sweden, for some reason, and um, you know my two kids included, they celebrate Christmas on the twenty fourth, and so. It lasts, I guess, a day longer because Christmas Day is still Christmas Day. But, you know, they open all their gifts on the 24th. And I find it a little bit, um, I don't know why, but at the same time, is there any other countries that do that as well? I mean, because you're a lot of people, a lot of people celebrate Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, perhaps, but this is like Christmas Day. They make a whole thing of it. There's this thing called Kaleenka, which is actually Donald Duck. So there's a tradition to watch the Donald Duck cartoon. Um, my tradition at, at this house has always been to watch this is the all Swedish. It, it's Swedish subtitles, but it's the it's the old school. Uh, no, but is this a tradition in Sweden? Yes, to yes. Watch Donald Duck. Yes, and and. Um, there's another one called I don't think it's Postman Pat, but it's something like that. And I, I I'm, I'm sure that anyone's in the chat right now that understands uh, Swedish Christmas traditions, they'll know this uh, Postman uh, cartoon. So it's it's basically a, a Postman cartoon and Kale Anka, some Walt Disney stuff, and then everybody eats and opens up all their gifts on the 24th, which leaves the 25th kind of wide open. Which is yeah. kind of cool for the kids, for for my two kids, because they've been able to always have a very long Christmas celebration. And of course, today's New Year's. Well, Eve. we usually we usually split it up because we'll go to one family for Christmas Eve and the other for Christmas Day. Right. Well, we you know, my wife's family or my family. We hosted it over uh, at our place this year. Um, Lena and my son came over. Um, Natasha Grace is in Los Angeles right now with her mom. So she's, oh, wow. yeah, she's on vacation and she went to go see Hamilton last night. I wonder how that went. Um, but, uh, I hope it went well, Natasha Grace, if you're watching and, um, yeah, we just had some friends over here at the house and it was, it was fun. We did this music trivia. We had sort of a couple nights of just music trivia where it was like eighties, nineties, uh, songs that our friend Michael would put on and then you know it was old school rules like you had to sh raise your hand and go oh 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 and and be the first person to uh, sort of you know find we first we did some pop music so there was a lot of nana 99 nif balloons and right. tiffany uh what was tiffany's song you know a lot of 90s stuff somebody in the chat will know because i can't remember <laughs> tiffany songs Going on as fast as we can. What is that? So you're a big Tiffany fan? Apparently I am now. I um, so. After Saturday. So, but I, but, but, what but, was your but, favorite they, Christmas gift that you got? Oh, Christmas gifts. Well, let's see. Um, 
this was the year of the of the cover. I got I got a really nice. Oh, I, nice. I, then I upgraded the phone. You updated your phone. I updated the phone, but then got one of these cool, uh, you know, Apple like sort of covers for it. So I got the new cover for that and the new cover for the for the script. This is where I keep all my script, folks, um, usually. But now I have no script. Very cool. And there you go. Uh, so I got. Uh, well, thank you. I, I got the card that you and Bianca sent. And I appreciate that. It was very nice of you. Thank you very much. You know what the um, gift was? The gift was Merry Christmas, everybody video that everybody <laughs> contributed to. That was in, in being able to put it out to the world. It really was. I, I was really happy that we got that accomplished in such a short amount of time. You know, and you, you, I got to thank the musicians. It turned out great too. Dave, that, that Dave was Rattenberry, Dave Rattenberry man. Yeah, that was Dave really Rattenberry at, at honestly one of the coolest videos, like compiling all that stuff. You don't know how hard we worked on it because I think I came up with the idea just like maybe a couple days before Thanksgiving. So, I mean, it wasn't really a long time to get everything together, get all your guys' um, contributions in, all these clips that came in, and um, then getting the actual music done, which, you know, I really got to give a big shout out to Mark Denzeisen for, uh, you know, co-producing the thing, getting the drums together, recording Johnny Grapark on the bass, as well as Teddy Zigzag on the keyboards, Um Eric Dover chimed in on a bunch of vocals. Mark D did vocals. I did a bunch of guitars and vocals over here um, with my Hughes and Kentner amp, which was at, we're actually another, giving one away. Sponsor. Yeah, it's another one of our sponsors, and I'm giving them one of the uh, products away today. I think I have it over there. Today. I'll show it. I'll show it a little bit later on one of the awards. Okay. That's a big one. Okay. And um, who else? Well, other. Other than watching the the Donald Duck thing, do you guys have any other traditions that you guys do? Uh, uh, you and Bianca, or you and your family, or any, any like holiday traditions? That like you I do? said, maybe the the only real that had been a tradition for for many years while the kids were growing up was watching uh, the Grinch who stole Christmas. Not the movie, not the Jim Carrey not movie. Jim Carrey. But not to take it away for anything from that, but the uh, cartoon, the old school. I think it was actually narrated by Boris Karloff, if I'm yeah. correct. Or, yeah. yeah. So it was yeah, watching that one. It's still something that um, should be watched every single year. Um, I used to watch the movie Amadeus every single year. but uh, We watched Die Hard. <laughs> well, Amadeus, Die Hard, you know, same yeah, sort of same. thing. It's the difference between Sweden and Arkansas, I guess. Yeah, well, now that's one of the traditions <laughs> that we have is when, when we get together as a family, we almost always go out and see a movie. And this year we went out and saw the new Spider-Man movie, which was awesome. You know what? That could be our new tradition as well, because I, like I said, when it started snowing the night before, I guess it would have been the night of the 24th or the evening of the early morning of 24th, we went out to see a movie that night to, uh, and it was one of those uh, theaters that you can sit down and order dinner and they serve champagne. And that was, so that was part of Bianca's gift was I said, Hey, I'm going to take you out. And it's always nice when you give someone a gift where you can be half of it. <laughs> so I said, yeah, well, your gift is us going out to dinner, but we went out to, we went and, to this theater where it's had big cushy chairs, you know, big velvet chairs and a huge screen. And there was literally only like maybe 13 people in the entire theater. Cause it's really, really, mm -hmm. it's right. quaint, but the screen is huge. 
And um, I don't like I don't like those where they where they bring food to you though. Oh, dude, I it, I, I, will, I, I don't think I want to go to a movie ever that way again. Uh, any other way, it was so nice. P- I had pizza. We had a bottle of champagne, and we watched House of Gucci, which is perfect food to be watching House of Gucci. Okay, I've got a quick fact or fiction for you because we went and saw Spider Man. True or false? Fact or fiction? Have you not gone to see any of the superhero movies that are out? That have been out. The 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 truth of the matter is, I have never seen a Marvel film from start to finish. Okay. That is a fact. I have not seen any Marvel. So I guess someday I'm going to have a good, or some month, or some you know period Year. of time, I'm going to have a good uh, something to watch, binge watch for sure. Because I think the one that I found that I watched the most of, but I still didn't watch the whole thing was Ant-Man. And isn't that Paul, okay. Paul Rudd? Yeah. Paul Rudd. And, He's uh, the sexiest man alive. Well, all right. I thought you're the say. sexiest man alive, Dr. Drew. I thought you, yeah. doesn't he look like Doc? Wait, you see, I can't see. Now that I'm on this side, I'm just going this point. way. Doesn't right. he look a little bit like Dr. Drew folks in the chat? Let's see. I don't see the comments no. coming up as much, Vic. Because I'm you're, not putting as many comments up because I'm trying to fucking talk to you. Do you want me to put some comments up? <laughs> no. I can because no, I because see. Then you'll ignore my Canucks in the I'm chat room. The rats. Maybe the rats should come in and just put it put up I've contests. Put, put up. Uh, put do, comments you want, from him. do you want to invite the rat into the uh, into the studio? I so he, he was going to be working today, so I didn't even ask him. All right. Well, maybe he is working. Maybe but, maybe he's on a break right yeah, now. I don't want to bother him. All right. I see we'll Jackie, Ballinger. Hey, Nick Sessler. I see all you guys. I see, just so you know, everybody in the chat, I see you out of the corner of my eye every single week. I appreciate you guys showing up every single week. Um, I just can't acknowledge it as much as I want because, again, I'm kind of freaked out in my own little head with looking at the what's going to be the next question in the script for our guest. And, uh, you know, if our guest is actually, you know, still hearing what I'm saying because of his shoddy Wi-Fi, his or her shoddy Wi-Fi. But uh, no, today's well, that's easy. What I'm, that's what I'm st- struggling with today is trying to, trying to keep everything organized and ask all the questions. But with, with Spider-Man going to see Spider-Man, I, you, you know, really like Spider-Man. Growing up, you really, well, you, was, you've talked really so much movie. about Spider-Man. Who's who's your the favorite? Is, is it Toby McGuire? Right. Are you a Toby McGuire? This is my Spider-Man? show, Roxy. All right, sorry. Shut up. <laughs> so, growing up, superheroes and comic books were a big thing for me. What was something for you growing up that that was a big influence on you? I know music, obviously, but yeah. something beyond what you've told us before. Yeah, beyond beyond the posters on my wall, which I did have a right. lot of them. I th- I think my superhero, honestly, growing yeah. up was Rocky Balboa. I think that the first Rocky movie for me to this day is one of my top five. You know, my top five movies have have shifted over the years um, and and some have juxtaposed and gone up and down. But uh, Rocky, for the longest time, the original Rocky, not when it became like, you know, Rocky fights his, you know, neighbor's wife in a wrestling match and, you know, and they have cousins and kids that box his sister. No, I, I like the original one with Yo, Adrian. And then they had yeah. Mickey as the trainer, right? You know the whole story behind it. It you know even as a little kid, I was inspired by it because if you think about it, 
you know, here's this guy, Sylvester Stallone, who's never really done that many. He'd only done one movie or two movies before that, but he'd written this really yeah. good screenplay. No, I, I think Rocky was his first thing, was it? Oh, no, no. He did the, that one where he was like a, in the 50s, wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, of, Lords of Flatbush or something like that, maybe. Something like that. Maybe. I, yeah, the, the, the chat will know. The chat always knows. Uh, the chatter yeah. series. But the thing is, <laughs> the Rocky was the, the such a, an inspirational movie for me. Not just because of the movie itself, but the story behind the movie of, of him saying, no, you know what? Um, I wrote the screenplay. And because I guess the the movie company wanted to buy the screenplay, but they didn't want to cast. They wanted somebody else. They wanted someone else to play Rocky. And he said, fuck you. I'm going to, I'm Rocky. And if you like the screenplay, you're, you're going to like Sylvester Stallone. Did that like make you want to get into boxing or anything like that? Did you ever do that? Um, look at me, Vic. <laughs> I'm not a boxer. I got, I got, no, but I mean, I got punched in the nose a couple times. As, as a little kid, I got punched in the nose by a bully, and that wasn't fun. I got punched a couple times, and then I and then I ended up doing that that psycho fighting instead. You know, like like <laughs> where you just reel your arms around to to the guy who was bullying me, and that kind of freaked him out a little bit. So that, but that came after a couple months so who was the bully what was his name oh, fuck i don't remember i really don't remember it was uh hold on to that no nah, no nah. i try not mm. to but 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 he was a jerk i remember that um there was a couple i mean you know i would get bullied a lot i mean i you have to understand i i had a i definitely was dressing um I don't know if it's rock stars or new wave or whatever the hell you want to call it, you know, late seventies, early eighties, I was dressing, um, much more, uh, flamboyant. I think even than I do on stage with Alice Cooper at the height of our flamboyant, you know, sort of, um, costuming and stuff like that. So I, I think I was the first person to, um, do you remember that stuff called Rit Die? Rid Die? They did stuff that you, if you wanted yeah, something, if you yeah. wanted to dye a piece of clothing, you put it in your, your washer and your, your, your mom would probably yell at you or scream at you because you'd right. ruin the sink or you'd ruin the, 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 the uh, washing machine. Um, I did that for a couple pairs of white pants and white shirt. I dyed them purple. So, and so I, I, I had all this purple clothing. This is way before Prince, you know, this is way before, this is like right. late 70s stuff. Um, I also, had this, um, I had a, like a, a skunk stripe down my hair, uh, one year because I, it wasn't, and it wasn't even bleach. It was that stuff called sun in. Remember that you, okay. it was like a spray yeah. that yeah. you put in, in the summer. So I just kept on doing it on that this one, on a line. So I had a faux hawk of a blonde streak down there. And this is funny. Cause I've never really talked about, no one would really be interested in talking about my blonde faux hawk in, 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 in another type of interview. But this one, because you're interviewing me and you're asking the deep questions, Vic, I got to hand it deep to you. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's the thing that, that I think is, is cool about the conversations that you and I have is it's not all music. We just bullshit basically. A lot of times we and bullshit. I, yeah. Well, no, the thing, the thing that I like or is babysit. I feel like over the last bullshit or babysit. That? If, if, if Paul uh, is in the room, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. Tell, tell them about that. Tell them about that experience, which just happened. Well, okay. So we were in, we were in Phoenix. You came out for the Christmas pudding. Thank you very much. Came out for Christmas pudding. We had, 
we've been going since five in the morning, I think something like that for golf. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Tommy and I did a photo shoot that morning and then we went to the Christmas pudding and it lasted, the, the show was like five hours. It was, <laughs> I mean, it was really a long show and we both had been, you know, high energy all night doing all kinds of things. Uh, we had a few cocktails afterward, went back to the hotel. It's about three o'clock in the morning. Roxy and I are sitting there drinking and talking a little bit and the phone rings and it's Paul Blazik and he wants to come over. And Ryan goes, no, dude, I'm going to bed. I, I don't want to do this. He goes, I'll be there in five minutes. There, there you we go. are. There you go. Now, so does Roxy's that look like a does that look like the face of someone that wants two guys in their room? So now, now, now it got it got even worse. It got even worse because at one point he just didn't want to leave. And look, look, just leave, just leave. <laughs> I thought about putting these photos on here and I thought, oh, he's not going to want me to show oh, this. Stuff. See, that's the good thing is that now that's I real, open the door. So it's my, life. you know, now it's all falls down upon my shoulders. But you know what? He He's a Minnesota Viking fan. And so he's got he's enough hard. Guy. He's got enough hard luck going on this year. Speaking of well, big NFL weekend this weekend, but we can talk about that later. Yeah, that's ball talk. Yeah, We're not going there. All right. So you've introduced me to a lot of a lot of your friends. Who's your Who's your best friend? Best friend. Wow. It's, it, I, I feel that I have a lot of really, really close friends and really, really, you know, I'm, I'm happy. The ones that I play with, the guys, you know, the guys and gals that I play with, everybody in the band, I would consider really, really tight in the current right. Alice Cooper lineup, as well as, you know, any lineup that I've put up with, uh, with whether it's my solo stuff um, or it's been Roxy 77. Um Obviously, my family here, you know, I'm, I'm good, really good friends with my wife, which is a good thing to be. Um, I feel that it's it's hard having a best friend a lot of times when you're constantly in a, every few months, at least for these last 10 years or so, in a different sort of scenario. You know, it's like, okay, now, now I'm here on the road with Alice and the band and, and, and the crew and, and all these guys are were really tight in this situation. But then you go away and you don't even really see them or, you know, we talk and text, yeah, but we don't, it's not a daily thing. So then I go back to my circle here in in Sweden where, you know, I, I will go golfing with, with my buds and, you know, some of the members that I put together with uh, versions of Swedish Roxy 77, which Anton and, you know, then Bjorn I'll go golfing with, or even tonight we're going to go to this uh, New Year's Eve party with my buddy Phil. But then I'll, you know, then I'll get a, then I'll get a message from crazy Stefan Adika. And I, and I just remember how close we are as well, because we still are best buds as much, as much as we act like we hate each other, you know, you guys were roommates for years, right? Oh my God. Yeah. For a while? Yeah. I mean, we, we were for years. I mean, we shared literally when people say roommate, if you're talking about Stefan Adika, we shared a room because, because we rented a room up from this guy that uh, was the managing editor of Circus Magazine, you know, 80s rock magazine, right? Or even 70s, 80s, went to 90s, obviously. And uh, But Ben, we would rent a room from him. And our the room was so small that we had to push both our beds together. No box springs or anything, just floor mattresses. We pushed both our floor mattresses together to make room just so we could have rooms, you know, room to hang our clothes and stuff like that. So, yeah, we were, we were about as... Um, 
as close as you can get as far as roommates without being, you know, lovers. <laughs> and you never had to share a room growing up because you're an only child, right? Uh, you're right. I am an only child. Thank you very much. Okay. I was one of those uh, probably um, posh kids that had a car bed. Very few people know that I had a car bed. And, uh, and now everybody does. No, no, no. My son, I got, he, he had the real car bed. I got him the real, the actual car bed. My parents and my, you know, my, my parents were still together during that time when uh, I wanted a car bed. They made one. My dad actually made, he constructed it, he, he, which Tried makes it, it which probably makes it worth more, right? Because right. it was this long yellow sort of bed construction thing. But here's the funny thing. <laughs> They called it, they wrote on it, Ryan's Rod. You know, like hot rod, but it's Ryan's Rod. So years later, you know, you can imagine that I didn't take that down with me when I moved down to Los Angeles and stuff. But I had that bed for a long time until my cousin, who's named Brian, we gave it to him when when I had outgrown it. And they just they just stenciled a B on it and made it Brian's That's Rod funny. because uh, he spelled That's it with a B-R-Y-A-N. And a lot of Brian's out there are B-R-I-A-N. You have to understand, when I was growing up in the 70s, Ryan wasn't a common name. It wasn't so much a common name at all. It was way more Brian's than Ryan's. But but mm-hmm. nowadays, it seems like everyone you meet is Ryan's. So all I've got to say to that is, uh, you're welcome. I'm glad. I'm glad you that you all way. named your kids after me. <laughs> You didn't, but they, a lot of people have named their animals. There's a lot of Roxy cats out there, a lot of Roxy dogs, which I is know cool. Andrews has has a dog that he named Roxy. I, I appreciate adopted that. the dog, I think, because of Stanley, oh. and named it after you. The only other Ryan I knew growing up was Ryan O'Neill. You know Ryan O'Neill? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paper d- Moon, right? That's right. But he father yeah. of Tatum O'Neill, who is from yeah. the Bad News Bears, which was w- another one of my favorite films growing movie. up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that that's one of the remakes that they did that they actually did well. Yeah. Could you the, actually do better with, than Walter Matthau, you think? No, no, I wouldn't say better, but but Billy Bob did a hell of a job. It's a okay. really funny movie. I Just I like, like a Marvel film, I have not seen the remake of uh, Bad News Bears, and I should. Because you should. You I, don't, I don't know how many people know this, but f- I played in Billy Bob's band for a few gigs. And, uh, yeah, I, I, we did actually a Christmas pudding together. And when I was in his band, we did a few other shows as well. Um, but one of the funniest gigs was doing a Christmas pudding with Billy Bob Thornton and, um, going over to his house to rehearse because he had bought Slash's old house on Roxbury drive, which you know, it was kind of like Hotel California. It's a huge, huge house. And that's where we did all the snake pit stuff. And Billy Bob's like, I'm, I'm walking around the house when we're doing rehearsals. Like I, I know every nook and cranny because I did for the previous couple of years before that I'd been making this album with Slash called Ain't Life Grand. And I knew all the secret cubby holes. I knew all the, where the studio was immediately. And Billy Bob's looking at me like, have you been here before? What is this place? How do you, how do you know my how do you know my house so well? And I told him the story. <laughs> so it was cool. That's very cool. Here's my Billy Bob story. There you go. Kinga has been asking me all week to ask who is your number one student. Oh, come I think on. She now. knows the answer. I know. That I know. is That's such a her. loaded question. I will say this. I 
I honestly really respect, I really appreciate every single one of um, the RGA students. They, are, they, 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 anybody that's taking on guitar and taking it seriously and have, has used the System 12 guitar method as you know, for their benefit and they've taken what they can out of it and they've, they've gotten what they can out of it. I really think it's a great system for anyone to start learning guitar, but, um, if you've done it and then we've done private lessons with, with, with a bunch of the people out there in the RGA, I honestly can't play favorites. I honestly got to say that you guys are all, uh, have done a great job. And, um, the fact that we've built this community called the RGA, the fact that, uh, Dave, not just doing the Merry Christmas Everybody video and directing and putting all that together. He also does run the uh, Facebook site right now. So um, if you're a part of the RGA and you've you've gotten the System 12 guitar method, but you haven't joined into the private Facebook group or haven't been accepted yet, uh, Dave Rattenberry is your guy to talk to. So right now, Dave Rattenberry. Hit him up. Hit him up right now. He's in the chat. I see him right there right now called out all right well this leads us into a new segment that i'm introducing on the show today what's that it's called seven quick questions for 77. <laughs> i had so many questions sent in that's an animation it was a great voiceover too <laughs> i had uh, so many people sending in questions this week so i got uh this segment sponsored by our friends at hughes and kentner and they are are the ones that provide uh, Ryan with his Black Spirit amp. There it is. It's, I, I will show so it to you. I would show it to you right here, right now. But I need to go get that. Hold on, just one, two seconds. We're in the middle of a segment here. Okay, I'm back. See, we're in the middle of a segment. And well, but yeah, but the, you got the logo oh, up, and this is off. this is what we're going to give away okay. today. This is part of oh, what we're gonna, giving right. away today. This is a, the amp real man. deal. The amp man. All right. Now, is that the movie you saw? <laughs> no, that was Ant-Man. Oh, okay. Ant-Man and Ant-Man. So, Hughes and Kentner, uh, if you answer all seven of these questions correctly, yep. uh, Hughes and Kentner is offering to give $1,000 in cash and equipment. What? If you can answer all these correctly. How did you pull that deal? Hey. Just, you must just know people it. who know people. I didn't I know, know about people. this, folks. But now this yeah, puts real probably. pressure on me. Now, are they, are they actual factual questions that I need to know about? Why don't you let me ask them and okay. we'll talk about it. Okay. Right. Okay. So question number one, what was your first car? It was a Ford courier. What year? Oh God. I can't tell you. It was, you know, it's not, it wasn't a 77. And, and if it's on Wikipedia, that's wrong. I, we used to call it the green limousine. It was a, it was a green Ford courier with a little camper shell on the back of it. And I, I, I hope that someone didn't try and mislead you and tell you that it was a VW bug, uh, or a van that was a 1977 black van, which I did own as well. But the very first one, good old Ford courier mini truck, um, that, Correct. Okay, good. As long as I just said enough to get correct and qualify for that 1,000. So question number two. All right. Who would you most like to see in concert? Britney Spears or Katy Perry? Hmm. Crap. Um, I've already seen Katy Perry, so that makes it kind of easy. That would be Britney Spears. Correct. All right. So question number three. What cologne do you wear? Ah, all right. This is sort of a two-parter, but um, honestly, 
it's not just because Tommy plays with the guy, and it's not just because you know he's you plays with Alice like as well. It's not. I think he's not. Yeah, you well, want to look like him and smell like him? No, no. I want. I want his bank accounts. If we could just switch bank accounts and cryptocurrency accounts, that would be fine. Um, but I do wear Savage quite a bit. But just Correct. so you know, just so you know, even more old school than that. Before Savage came into my life, it was always uh, CK One. And that was a that I think that was because Kate Moss, but didn't Kate Moss and Johnny Depp actually weren't they together? That was kind of a deal. It's, I, I think. guess it's always been Johnny then. Damn. All right. So moving on to question four, <laughs> and it's funny you just brought up cryptocurrency, but is cryptocurrency a viable investment for 2022? You know what's even more viable than that? I, I believe it is. Yes, I do believe it is. But for correct. two, okay, it is correct. But for but it's going to be even more is when uh, Ryan Roxy puts out and Ryan Roxy and the RGA and everybody, we put out our first NFT. All right, folks, I know you might not be, you might be going, what? What is that? No, uh, it's going to happen. And uh, more more news about that coming very, very shortly. But uh, there's your Easter egg. Question number five. What do you most like about living in Sweden? Ooh, I can tell you what, you know, that's the thing. You shouldn't. I have to say, I, when I I look to see what is most Googled about you, and the thing that's most Googled about you is where does Ryan Roxy live? Really? Um, I that's the thing. You're you're. I go with the philosophy is you should always talk about what you do like instead of all the things you don't like. Because if you just talk about the things you don't like about a place, then usually those things tend to come to you. That's, that's why I so, ask, what do you like most about living in Sweden? The most I like about Sweden, um, honestly, is the summertime. The weather, the yeah, li- living, living there when, because it's very, everybody talks about how dark and how cold and, you know, taxes and how shitty the avocados are. I think I might be the only one that talks about how shitty the avocados are in Sweden, but the, the avocados are shitty. It's a fucking Russian roulette every single time you get an avocado at any store. But the, the fact of the matter is Sweden is really beautiful and great weather, especially Stockholm in the summertime because everybody leaves to their summer houses, right? Everybody in Sweden owns a summer house except us. And uh, they disappear so that means there's a beautiful beautiful city like half empty and it's like uh weather is perfect so that's in remember any- this segment is called seven quick questions sorry about that 70 okay i know okay I know. I all right so we're moving on <laughs> question six go ahead what's the square root of 5929 square root of what is it 5929 5000 i would have to be 77 Correct. <laughs> Have to be. I mean, that's too okay, stu- That's such a random fine. question. Wait, what was the square root of what? 5,929. Siri, what is the square root of five? You got it right. You don't have to ask Siri. Okay. <laughs> okay. So our final question, number seven, what is your favorite color combination? Oh, <laughs> uh, and you didn't want to do ball talk? Come on, man. You didn't want to do ball talk? Silver and black, always, baby. Come on. Oh, so close. What? Red, white, and blue. Oh, God. 
okay, okay. Did I? Are you serious? Okay, can't there be a two? Can't there be two acceptable answers? Because so on, on Family so Feud, sorry, there is. We've got to stick with it. We got to. Well, no, 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 no. You lost your thousand dollars. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on, Kevin. You keep it till next week. Maybe we'll give it to another. There's fan. a technicality there. Bullshit. Hold on there, Vic, because you said your favorite color combo. Combo means right. two. Combo means two. Red, white, and blue is a tricolor. If you would have asked me what my favorite tricolor is. What was the combination uh, to your locker? A com- that's a combination. Combo. Combination. What's like, combo is short for combination. Mm. This is semantics, but I'm going to call it. I, th- I think I'm my wife is actually stuff. correcting me, and I can't really hear. Are you correcting me? What are you saying? Red, white, and blue is what she's saying. But combi- combo, what is your favorite combo means two, right? In bands, when you're talking, okay, in rock and roll, what, what you know, I still pretend to do for a living, combos are always a duo, right? Is it, they're a combo, they're a duo. If you're a- I don't think so. Oh my God. I'm, now I'm well, getting, I'm, I'm I'm getting sorry, it from Ryan. all you, ends, you folks. Lost, I, I guess- the money, and so next that week- That was a trick question. That was a trick question, because you had me all set up for silver and black, because that's a combo. See, have- that's two. Bill says, keep you honest. Stop! Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, now that we've got Bianca involved here, I think this might be a good chance for us to move on to our next segment. Questions of the heart. (laughs) Could you put some reverb on there, at least? No, come on. This is great. Questions of the heart. Hard, hard, hard. So these are love questions. People have been sending me questions all week, things to ask you. And so I just kind of wanted to keep some of these things together. And I know that next week you guys have an anniversary coming up, right? Yes, it is. All right. Wedding so how many years is this? What? It'll be five. Five years on the fourth? Yep. Five on the fourth. Any big plans? Five on the fourth. Well, I mean, it it, it kind of, you know, the, the dates really fluctuate because we did originally get married in sweden before we went down to south africa to do it with a, a different uh second sort of reception there's that picture there's my screenshot yeah that's great and that was an amazing day so yeah this is this is a uh, number five right <laughs> you're gonna get in trouble well, so, over a thousand bucks tell us how how is it you and b met um <laughs> People have heard this story before, haven't they? I don't I know. Have, I haven't told, told about this. Okay, it's a thank God for Iron Maiden. That's all I got to say. It's all because because it was and it wasn't at a show. It wasn't at a rock show. It was at Iron Maiden's um, hotel in downtown uh, London, in Soho, London, and um, it was at their breakfast buffet. And she and, and and B wasn't she wasn't you know staying there at the hotel. She had her own business there, and she was just uh, going there to meet her business partner to do a meeting because she liked this one table that had the um, the right electrical socket that she could plug her laptop into. And I was occupied in that table, so I think she uh, was angry at first when she first saw me because I someone had taken occupied her table. But uh, you know. As, as fate would have it, we never stay at a hotel more than uh, one or two nights on, on tour. And that night or that week, we were hubbing it out of uh, the UK. So we, which would mean, you know, we would uh, play a show like say in Birmingham and then we'd drive the bus back to London and have a day off and then maybe drive another show out outside of London and then come back. So um, we stayed there for almost a week and uh, yeah, 
uh, the very last day, which was actually maybe four days after I had first seen her, I went down to that breakfast buffet again, and there she was. So um, that's when I made the bold move. Slipped her out? To, no, I, was, I, I tried to, I, you know, I tried to do the whole, you know, um, give her my number. Maybe she'll call. And then she goes, no, no, no. Why don't you, I'll give you my number. Why don't you call? I said, okay, well, there you go. And broke all the rules. You're not supposed to call the first night, right? You're not supposed to do all those, these things. You're supposed to, you know, play hard to get. Neil Strauss, the game, blah, blah, blah. No, I just went, uh, um, I went against that. And I said, um, you know, it goes, goes against all the rules, but I just had to reach out to you. And she said, well, rules were made to be broken. So. And so how long did you guys date before you knew she was the one? Um, we, we literally went on our first date, date, uh, that December. And, uh, you know, uh, so we met on like right around Halloween, late October and then, uh, first date and then kind of knew right then, you know, it's, uh, she's a great girl and you, and you guys all know her and, uh, she's been, she put up that thing that was very funny on, on yesterday. I don't know if you saw that, the little cat meme of uh, people that, uh, and she, she writes, she goes, this is you. And I, I'm going to see if I can find it and see it. But Stanley uh, heard you say cat. Yeah, did she? <laughs> no, but it was, it was funny. It was like this cat checking out uh, uh, on the computer, checking, looking at the computer and said, uh, this is me uh, right after watching a uh any tv oh, show watching, looking up all the yeah, all looking the up the names in the, in the show. yeah my wife does the exact same thing she, she researches she everybody who was involved in the, she goes this is you exactly and then i put it up there and it found out i found out throughout the chat and everybody on your comments yesterday i'm not the only one there's a lot more of you mm-hmm. out there that do the exact thing why do we do that you know i'm we, we don't we you don't do it really you just take in no, the movie for it what it all. is okay yeah, I love it. Right. Well, well, I I always want to know the backstory. Kind of like goes maybe it goes back to the Rocky movie where I want to know well, the backstory of what happened, and so I, go I want to know the story. How how did you guys go about getting engaged? What was your engagement about? Because and everybody likes to hear the romance. Oh, you're Mister Love talking. I feel like I am on the line with with uh, Doctor Drew. Dr. This is Drew. Love line. <laughs> this is we need to get Adam Carolla on here. We need him on the oh, show. No. Um, I think Ricky Rackman worked with him for a while as well. Who's an alumni from uh, in the trenches? Just alumni, but uh, yeah, I know you always correct me on words. That's another thing, folks, actually, that we do a lot of times. Alumnus, alumnus is the singular. Well, maybe it's and combo. alumni is plural. Well, they're they're a good combo, don't you think? That Adam Carolla and Doctor Drew, they're a good combo. Anyway, right? how did you that's guys do two. Engaged? Just so you know, um, so uh, we got engaged. Um, in Hawaii. And, uh, it was right around, uh, 2015. And we, whoa, look at that. Okay. Look, look, where did you find all these pictures, man? That was, okay. So backstory behind the backstory that, that, um, that, uh, bathing suit that I'm wearing was given to me by Keith McCarthy. And I was very lucky. You can see I was very happy that day. Not because of the bathing suit, because uh, she had said yes. And uh, and yeah, I asked her in Hawaii. Well, the, both of us, it was just the two of us uh, in the pool. And it was 
it wasn't like during the day, it was like right around sunset and it was just, it was the right time. You know, I mean, I couldn't get on one knee or I would have drowned, but I was in the pool and uh, yeah, that's when it happened. So there you go. These are questions that I honestly never would be asked on any other In any other interview, Dr. Drew. So you're doing a really good job. Dr. Vic. Dr. Vic. I love it. Um, Okay. So now that we've established that Bianca is the one and only true love, I want to ask you a couple questions about old girlfriends. Oh, God. Who was your first crush? Uh, Like a famous or? No, no, no. Just. Um, I I think it was a girl named Trina when I was a little kid, but she, uh, cause she was older than me. I was in fourth grade. She was in sixth grade, but she actually did like me. And, um, but then, and, and then we were going steady all of a sudden, nothing had happened, but all of a sudden we were going steady and then I got a haircut and then she broke up with me. Did you cut it short and she didn't like it? Yeah, or? I got, I got, well, even just a little trim, you know, cause he, yeah. So, um, yeah, I got, I, and I was, uh, got broken up by, it wasn't texting those days. It was telephone. And I, Do you think that led to you growing your hair longer now? And always Hoping keeping it long. Bianca won't leave you? <laughs> no, she, 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 she'll leave me because, because it is too long. She says I look like a granny. She says I look like, uh, she says I start looking like a grandmother, which is kind of fitting because there's, a, I'm being interviewed by a grandmother, folks. Hey now. Hey now. But that's foreshadowing. We'll talk about that soon, won't we'll we? We'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay, so <laughs> who was your first, like, real girlfriend? Mm, God, man, do we really have to go down that route? That well, dark, I, that dark. I, I don't want to upset Bianca, and I don't want you to get you in trouble. No, Lay that's past. You're, you're already doing that. I mean, she's already yelling over it. And she's been correcting me uh, ever since she said combo. I've got enough questions here that we're going to lead into the new year. We're going to okay. keep going. No, no, it was it was one of those reasons. It was a more of a Glenn Close situation with the with the first girlfriend I ever had. Kind of was pretty traumatic, honestly. And it might have to this do was like the high school, junior high girlfriend. Yeah, like from junior high through high school, and kind of like just like it was. It, it, honestly, if you've ever seen, uh, you know, I, I I say Glenn Close, and what's the what's the name of that movie? Um, fatal attraction fatal attraction there you go it was it was uh very much like uh fatal attraction and probably the reason why for many many years i did not uh even date uh or even look at uh, a girl with blonde hair and then you know i I was finally i was finally you know okay and then i met b so yeah uh what about what about uh your prom did you go to your prom did you have a date to prom um, I did, I think it was a junior prom, but it was, it really was pretty decadent back in those days. And I think about, you know, my own kids doing something like that because our, our proms were, God, man, there was a lot of drugs and alcohol involved, you know, and, and as much as people wanted to say, oh, well, you know, it was, it was the seventies, eighties, you know, late seventies, early eighties. What did it matter? Mm-hmm. It, it now I'm looking back on it, I see just how fucking crazy it was and again it was one of the the, the girl that i was going out with um the glenn close sort of girl she um she was she was a, a year or two older than me so she was doing things that i would have normally probably not been doing had i been hanging out with people in my own grade but uh yeah i was kind of a crash course and kind of gave me a little rock and roll education before i 
moved down to Los Angeles and got an actual rock and roll education because that was moving down to LA was the ultimate education for me of how to, you know, how to survive and, and navigate through that. But I think that, uh, going out with her was, helped me, you know, sort of take a step back a lot in life and, uh, sort of, you know, what's that thing? Moderation is key. It's just take a step back when you, when I, when David Lee Roth says something and, uh, you know, I didn't look down. I lost a lot of friends there. Ain't no time to mess mm-hmm. around. What is that line? Um, um, ain't talking about love. You know, when he, when he goes to the edge and he looks over, that's kind of what I did more than once and probably more lucky to be able to be able to have been able to have that opportunity to step back like I did. And uh, I think that's what probably kept me um, alive through a lot of the Los Angeles experience and definitely the New York experience because it was some fucking crazy times in New York as well. well that, that's something you've, you've brought up several times. You, you talk about your drug use and, and yeah. you used to kind of have a, a habit, I guess. You never what, think it's a habit. The, the, I always I don't re- know, but what came of that? Did you did you have to go to rehab or did you did you? No, I never did. I never or? did go to rehab. It just you know what's weird. It's kind of like I, I will honestly say this. In um, it's, it might not make a lot of sense to people that have seen the movie versus read the book. Um, and it's one of my favorite books and movies. Again, we're talking a lot about books and movies, but uh, Clockwork Orange. You know, Stanley Kubrick's amazing movie. Yeah. He he made a movie, but uh, uh, Andrew Burgess wrote the book. Anthony, is it Anthony Burgess? Or An- I think it's Anthony Burgess. Burgess, I think. Anthony Burgess, right. He wrote the book. And the last chapter of that book isn't put into the movie. And the very last, different. Yeah, it's very different. And, and, and I feel... Like the last chapter of the book kind of really equates to where my, you know, you, you sort of, you always think about it, but you kind of just grow out of it. It's always in the back of your head, but you, uh, but, mm-hmm. but, but you're, but you try your best to navigate to, to where you want to be. And it's not easy at all. And I realize that. And some people do need um, to go and get their head straight. Uh, with therapy and I probably do as well, <laughs> but it, you didn't go through any of that. You just, kind of I, I, I definitely own? went through some times where I thought I was definitely going crazy. Yeah. In my early twenties, I went through, I went through like a year, six month to year period where I felt like I was, when I would wake up, I felt I was dreaming. And when I would go to sleep, I felt that's where I started my life. And it was, I know it was fueled by a lot of things. It was still, you know, working through relationships and stuff. And I guess I've, I've really tried to, you know, drug use was always part of that, uh, that scene for so, so long. And then I said, it's just, honestly, it, it's, it, it did phase out. The thing about it is it scares me the most now is <laughs> it sounds, it's going to sound really ridiculous, but there was a time folks where you actually could trust your drug dealer, you know, like, because they would, because you, you kind of, you kind of knew your drug dealer and they would, you know, uh, you know, they wouldn't kill you. But nowadays, I don't know if that's really, if that's on. even possible because there's so much stuff that's in the types of drugs and different types of drugs and things is mixed, mixed and matched and stepped on and this and that um, for profit or whatever, that 
I, it is quite scary because, you know, you don't know. There is no quality control. And to be honest with you folks, any weed that I have ever smoked out of a dispensary is like so much stronger than anything I had growing up as a kid. So everything has gotten incrementally stronger over the years. So, you know, that's why for me, it's, it's, um, if you saw me on Christmas when I had, you know, when we had people over, I was drinking just my, uh, my skinny bitch. I, I know it's maybe not great to say that that name is the name of a drink. They named it here in Sweden. It is what it is. Yeah. It's uh, just vodka on the rocks. And um, every once in a while, you'll see me on the podcast. I'll have an old fashioned. So I kind of keep to the, is it whiskey or vodka now these days? So I'm happy about that. Awesome. And cool. definitely red wine. And definitely this mimosa which is mimosas are good. This is a nice. I know this is this it's could still be coffee time for me though. It's still a little early here. Well, everybody out there, I mean, I, it might be actually. It might have just turned. Uh, what time is it right now? It's going to turn New Year's for someone in some state somewhere right now oh, in some right. country. So happy New Year wherever you are. Um, happy New Year to everybody watching and wherever you are celebrating. Uh, be safe. Have a great time. Um, don't take my stories from the 80s and 90s to uh, with too much. Uh, well, I think it's it's good. Well, don't take it as inspiration because it's definitely not inspiration. Through. Don't take it as inspiration. As I, I've been right. lucky. I, I've been very lucky to um, to, to have survived alive. it. I know that um, there's there's certain reasons maybe that I did and and being able to step back, but trust me. Um, I've been close to uh, to losing it a few times, and I've had friends that have lost it. So it is a serious thing, and I know about it. Um, Alice and I have talked about it as well. I mean, um, Alice was crazy, no doubt, for, mm-hmm. for many, many years. Right. And then, you know, he felt that uh, it was time for him, you know, he had to make a choice. And uh, he, obviously, I've never um, played with the... Uh, non-sober Alice Cooper. I've only played with sober Alice Cooper, so I don't know what it would be like to be in a band with with partying Alice Cooper. If it was partying Alice Cooper and partying Ryan Roxy, that could be a recipe for disaster. <laughs> That's something that I, I had somebody ask me just the other day. He said, oh, well, you you hang out backstage with Alice Cooper and the band, and, and he's like, you must have been offered a lot of drugs on a platter. And I was like, nope, it's not that way anymore. I'm offered bottles of water and fruit. <laughs> But it's Fiji water, so just so you exactly. know, exactly, it is fancy. Fiji. You know, and, and that okay, was because- well, now's a good time for us to take a quick break. Yeah, for sure. We can uh, go to our sponsor, uh, Click Eyewear, and we'll be back right after this. Perfect. Hello, Roxy Guitar Army. For those of you that have been faithfully following the podcast, you may have noticed that recently I've been changing up my eyewear from week to week, and today we are happy to announce that Click Eyewear is now an official sponsor of the In the Trenches podcast. You've even given us a special discount code that we can now pass on to our supporters. Click has provided me with both readers and blue blocker protection eyewear that are durable, stylish, and convenient. What sets them apart from the rest of the reader world? The catch is in the click. They are the world's first magnetic reader, which makes them hard to lose and even harder to break. If you're interested in getting a pair or two of your own, check out the discount link located in the description. Never lose your readers again. Because with Click Eyewear, they're always around you. Now let's get back into the trenches and back to some more rock and roll. Ah, I like it. See, I just cha- it. I, I changed my eyewear because I just saw in that commercial that 
I had the clear ones on. I got some of my click sunglasses here on the side. Oh, there you go. Well, check these I'm ones out. Cool Give me full screen here. The whole idea behind the click wear, folks, because um, people have seen me wear these now for a while. Um, not only do I get blue blocker protection, which is the um, you know, staring at a screen as many hours of the day as I am. Um, the click. There you go. So there's that little magnetic click. So I can always, I never lose them. Basically, I can always have them around my my uh, shoulder, so or my neck. Oh my God! Now I'm being, inter got, got, got <laughs> being interviewed sunglasses. by RoboCop <laughs> by a CHP officer. Yeah, yeah, where's my license and registration? Uh, hey, you you get the readers though, right? I got the readers. I, I, I'm a yeah, I am a I'm a readers guy. Um, I think one of the uh, guests that we're going to um, give one of the awards that we're going to give away today on uh, the music video awards, the Merry Christmas Everybody Awards, is going to be oh. to somebody that we feel needed the glasses because when they uh, shot their video, they didn't really realize what they were wearing or. <laughs> Maybe that was what it, uh, the award came down to, but uh, you know, I, again, I got to give it up to uh, to Dave Rattenberry for putting together such a, a really cool um, type of video and stuff. So it was good. Well, since we're talking about it, you think we should go on into the awards? I think it's time, buddy. I think it really is. Yeah. You know, in fact, well, in fact, let's, let's announce the Merry Christmas Everybody Awards. The Merry Christmas Everybody Awards. I've got them. Oh. <laughs> Did you come up? We have got Top sound effects, everything. Here. It is. It really is. So let's um, let me get up my thing because if everybody's been watching here and you were part of it, if you haven't seen any of the video yet and this is your first time, um, I know I shouldn't be saying we this because I'm, I'm merely the we'll guest. I'm, we're going to show four seconds of it though. I'm only the guest and I shouldn't be just hyping up, you know. But again, it's my it's my video, right? It's Ryan, Roxy, and friends. This is the video. Mark Denzison right there. Okay. And there you go. That's all we can show right now <laughs> because it froze up. I told no, I you to, because I didn't want to go more than four seconds. Don't play the 4k video version, dude. Not on, on, on the, you know, but anyhow, here's the deal. Um, we have a list of awards because the idea was that all of you, Oh, you getting that echo now? You hearing that echo? No. Oh, I'm hearing it. Is anybody hearing the echo in the in the voice? Oh man, mute my mic and mute me for a second, please. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's see how it works. Yeah, I hope so. Now you're not okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. So so what happened is everybody sent in a clip. A lot of you in the RGA, and I know some of you weren't able to. Thank you very much um, for contributing. And if you weren't able to do it, you could still be part of it by. Uh, you know, donating, donating. to crisis, crisis aid. We have the, hopefully someone in the chat, maybe Federica can do it or maybe Rat can do it. They can put up uh, ryanroxy.com. Um, That's Ryan pretty Ro easy to remember. Yeah. Ryanroxy.com uh, Chris slash Christmas song. Christmas song. Just put, just put up the link in there if you can. Yeah. There's, there's a link at the bot at the top for Christmas song. So then go right to it. 
So one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to give away some awards because we have such amazing sponsors that have helped out with the show. Uh, we've talked a few about a bunch of them already. We've talked about you know, buyer dynamic mics, uh, the headphones. I'm, I always wear them. Uh, the microphone that I use, buyer dynamic, uh, Hughes and Kentner, which I record with and live stream with, and the Click Eyewear, which I can actually see and read your comments. And your comments seem to be very positive and nice still. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm going to let Vic uh, sort of take over these awards because I'm going to be in charge of the uh, snare the drum. drum. Yeah, I'm the drum roll guy. You're the Glenn Sobel. I am. The, I'm going to be playing the part of Glenn Sobel now. So what is the first category and the first award and who is it from? And you can go for it. Okay. Vic. So the first category that we have is the Here in the Trenches winner. And uh, this winner is going to receive a pair of Byronet Dynamic DT770 Pro headphones. Yes. Like the, just uh, like the ones. Actually worn and used yes. by you, yes. by Brian Roxy. They were used on, on, on the, the tour. show. On the tour. We did all, all the tour shows that we did on this last um, shows, you know, all, all the live touring uh, broadcasts have that they we been did. Have sanitized afterward? Or they have not? definitely not. They have definitely not. All and right. you've so been in DNA charge. on them. Um, <laughs> and the winner of the Biodynamic headphones is. Dan George. Really? You got to wait. You got to wait. You got to wait for the whole thing, Vic. Damn it. All right. All right. Let's go again. Let's try this one more time. We'll cut that part out. In, no, we in won't. Post. We won't cut it out. You know that. The winner is... Dan George. Dan George. Here in the trenches. And here is spelled H-E-A-R. Isn't that great? Dave said he appears to be trying to actually play the song and always supports us with everything. Thank you very so much. Dan George is going to get some headphones. There you go. All right. So do you All want, right. So do you want do you want me to say say the next one? Go or do you it. want to go for it? No, you go for it. Okay. You got to hit the drum. I don't have a drum. All right. So our our next our next award will be the I'm not just with the band. I think I'm in the band. And uh, our winner is going to receive a Hughes and Kentner there you go. You got that uh, logo, of course. And I, I showed you this earlier. The Hughes and Kenner Amp Man, similar to the amp that I, I use the Black Spirit Floor model. It's a little bit larger. It has a little bit more of effects. But this has all those Hughes and Kentner tone and sounds, everything that's in here. It's a floor model amp. It's a 50-watt amp. You're going to love Very it, cool. whoever gets it. And uh, the winner of this I'm Not Just With The Band, I Think I'm In The Band, is... It is G.J. Jansen Van Vuren. G.J. <laughs> Jansen Van Vuren. Because guess what? You got the cape, the lights, the guitar poses. You dressed up. You really stood out. You seemed super hyped to have made it into this YouTube video. So there you go. Are you watching right now? Very, very cool. And you have to be watching in order to get the gift. How about that? In order to get the award. Does that make sense? You have to? <laughs> no. Don't. Well, they're going to have to let us know they're. They're going to have to let us know. So if you never let us know, then I'm just going to hold on to it until someone. Yeah. If you win one of these awards, you have to get in touch with us and let us know your address so we can send it to you. There you go. So so far, okay, we've got biodynamic headphones going out to Dan George and a Hughes and Kentner Ant Man going out to Mr. G J Jansen Van Vuren. Congrats. Next and one. The next one that we have is our Click Eyewear. 
This one is the How You Gonna See Me Now, Look Me in the Eyes Award. And this is going to, drum roll, please. Oh, shoot, that's right. I got too, too, too much things. There you go. Chris Vickery. Vickery, you got it. Well, dude, Chris Vickery, because he's always out on the boat, and he's always hanging out. You can see him right there. Uh, he needs glasses. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, well, dude, Vickery's got to be, you know, at least a 2.0 like me. So um, you're going to have to decide which, uh, what kind of frames you like. Hopefully you like the, you know, the choices that we have. I think we have one of three that I'm going to give you. Okay. So there you go. Awesome. Winner of the click eyewear. Uh, the How Are You Going to See Me Now, which is an Alice Cooper song slash Look Me in the Eye Award. If you don't know what Look Me in the Eye is, you're not really a Ryan Roxy fan. And that means you got to go to Ryan Roxy Official on YouTube and subscribe because that's where all our music videos are at. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all right. There you there go. It There's a subscribe button. Love it. All right. So the next award is I Dressed to Impress Award. Um, now, the reason why we're talking about this uh, sponsor that we have is our uh, fret look overlays. I don't know if you got the logo for that, Levic. Can you put it up? I don't. No, I, I don't have that. Sorry. <laughs> I, I had to do it once as a, as a host. You got that of picture? Course. No, you don't? But this, this Everyone is, was telling me this was going to be my week to get revenge on you for all that. Well, fret look overlays, by the way, folks, you'll love this. Um, they make, if you can see in the video, I'm playing a... Um, Gibson Les Paul Jr., but on the guitar neck, on the um, on the actual guitar neck, I have some overlays, stickers that gave me block frets that look like the guitar has block frets, where in, in reality it only has dot frets, and they make a bunch of really cool designs uh, that go over your guitar neck, and that's fret look. So they look good because you dress up your guitar neck. So the reward for I Dress to Impress will go to Anders Forsberg from the Guitar Santa. Yeah. You forgot your drum roll. Oh, shit. Oh, God dang it. Hold on. <laughs> so, so forget that I said that. It's you a juggling act. There it is. Guitar Anders Forsberg. He was friggin', he was friggin' Santa Claus. You got to Pull out Santa. He congrats, Santa. dude. Congrats. And you get you will get a set of um, fret look overlays. Just uh, get in touch with Vic and uh, get in your address and we'll get them out to you. Does that sound good? Awesome. And uh, what's you're doing the next one, yeah? Yeah, the next one is the Sick Strings Award. Okay, go, go. And this winner is going to receive some of the Daddario strings that Roxy uses on stage. Those are the exact ones that I use, the exact gauges. And that in part of an in-depth interview, Vic, if you're going to interview me, wouldn't you ask me what gauge strings I use? What gauge strings do you use, Roxy? I, I, I don't know any of this stuff. Diodario. I, I don't know if it's Diodario or Diodario. Some say tomato, tomato. I think it's Diodario. What gauge? 10 through 46s. That means your high yeah. E string, the smallest one is a 0. 0.10 10 or something. And then, uh, or 0. 0.010. And then your thickest string is a, your E string as well is a 0. 0.46. So I use, uh, packs of tens. So there you That's go. That's what all the pros do. Well, no, 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 no. Cause all the pro, a lot of pros use, I mean, Billy Gibbons, he uses eights, super light strings. Um, there's other guitarists that use even heavier, like 11s. Um, I used to use 11s for, for many, many years, especially Billy when Billy Gibbons plays like a cigar box guitar though, right? It doesn't have exactly. anything to do with the guitar. It just has to do with the tension on the neck and the strings and the gauge. So you can bend and sort of your vibrato and stuff. 
actually, um, what's the guy's name? Um, was Rick Vito or Ricky Vito, the, the guy that's, you know, God, now I'm going to get crucified on the uh, chat for for not knowing. But he, he's done a uh, comparison of which are the best strings. And apparently nines are the most consistent for tone and quality. But I use a tens and uh, other people use heavier strings. Heavier strings tend not to bend out of tune so much. And the lighter strings, you can bend them all the way home, all the way home. So there you go. Right. Um, I lost well, my, uh, the winner of the Six Strings Award. Um, Carrie Waters. There you go. I love it. And the, pretty much the same guitar as you, right? I love it. And she has the wristband. She has a red, white, and blue wristband. I don't have my red, white, and blue wristband on right now. Damn it. Okay. Shoot. Um, it was perfect. Get one. Go to ryanroxy.com. You can order one. I can. <laughs> I will. I've got a whole crate of them. All right. So here's a little another play on words. The Six Strings Award, which means no, the Six. That's what six we just gave. Oh, that was the Six Strings. Okay. Oh, this is another one. What's well, another play on words anyway? Uh, it's the Broke Back Santa Award. Yeah, for sort of like the Broke Back Mountain slash, get it? Get it? I guess it's not that funny. Um, winner will receive a three and a half ounce tin of Aces Joint Repair, which everyone knows is Chuck Garrick's uh, newest project that he's been working on and hyping up. So, um, everybody, if you want to look like Chuck Garrick and uh, rub Aces, smell minty. Our winner for the Aces Joint Repair is Sean Oaks. There you go. It was that Sean. There you go, Sean. You're looking good. You're looking like right. you might be a little bit fatigued, so you might need some Aces joint repair all over you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next award? Aren't okay, these great? Next. We should have some music so that people, some walk-off music so that we don't talk too long. You know, like... I'll just give you the hook if you talk too long. That's true. That's true. Or get all the right, hook so t-shirt. The next award is the I filmed this video and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. The winner for this is going to receive an official Merry Christmas, Everybody Roxy t-shirt. Which you and had. Do you winner, have a picture of it? Do you have a picture of the t-shirt? I, I don't because I'm trying to read this and I'm trying to click on the photo. Well, hold on. The winner is... Natalia Pulberzerna. Natalia trying, P. You worked hard on that name pronunciation. You go into language okay, school as well. You go for it. How uh, would you say it? Um, of course, everyone would know that it's. Uh, are you talking about. Uh, Poporezna? Yeah, Natalia Poporezna. Um, so you sent in so many videos. You put a lot of effort in. Congratulations. All right, Natalia. Um, our, the awards keep just coming and coming and coming, don't they? Uh, the Smell the Coffee okay. Award. And again, if you want to know about any of these types of um, merch items that we're, that we're giving away, it's at the Roxy shop. Just go to ryanroxy.com, click on the store, because we just put up a whole bunch of new merch stuff. And please, go check out Merry Christmas, everybody. You don't want to just see four seconds of the song that we put up. Um, do it for, who the fuck is Ryan Roxy? Yeah, do it for uh, tonight before it's the new year. You know, one last Christmas song for you. All right. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody on Ryan Roxy official uh, YouTube channel. So 
here we go. The Smell the Coffee Award. Uh, our winner is going to receive a Merry Christmas, everybody, coffee cup, which has some nice artwork um, that we that again Rattenberry put put it together. The rat, and uh, it's a cool coffee cup. Uh, Vic has actually lobbied really hard for whatever reason to get a fifteen I want ounce cup. Cups. You want the, a bigger coffee the, cup for some in reason? The trenches one that I have is so small I can't even do the show uh, with it. Oh my god! Well, there it is, eleven ounce I'm or you know fifteen one. ounce. I think this the one we're giving away is eleven ounce because it's. It's because you guys we're send cheap. in notes to Roxy and tell him you want a big coffee we're cup. Cheap. He doesn't. Nope, 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 nope. They're all available now because you you lobbied me so hard on it. But the smell the coffee award goes to. Hold on here. Let's see. Gaetan Muller. Yeah, is that you, are Gaetan? You did it. You could. You know He's what? With Ryan. Cook. Good on you, and and you got to do, and you got to be placed right next to Ryan Cook, and that which is prime prime seating prime in the, real estate in the it's prime real estate in the metaverse. It really is. <laughs> if you if you're looking for any real estate in the metaverse, next to Ryan Cook's house, that's where you Ryan want to be. Ryan Cook's a good place to be. Here we go. Just one. I think a couple more. That's it. Um. Okay. Here's the pick a winner already award. <laughs> the winner will receive an official uh, Roxy guitar pick pack featuring new designs from Omega Picks. Now, this is actually a video that Dave told me he wasn't able to include in the in the uh, in the video, but he was really impressed because this person went out of their way to do a, a really cool transition. Where is that? So, you want? Are you going to well, show it? If you ever do a drum roll for me, is this an is this an exclusive? Hold on, one second. Merry Christmas, everybody having fun. Look to the future now. It's only just begun. <laughs> that was Victor Poltoraskil. Poltoraski. He, I'm not so good with these Russian. No, that's names. Victor. We've got a Victor, Russian brother. Victor always I, brings me a really to. nice bottle of vodka when we see him. We're buds. Um, he's actually quite a, an accomplished actor in Russia, and he filmed all of that uh, that scene in uh, Red Square. That's How cool, cool is that? So the you know what, Victor, you are the winner of Pick a Winner. Uh, you'll get some guitar picks, some new guitar picks from um, Omega Picks. Some of the new designs that. Uh, that uh, Jerry Purdue uh, sent over, especially for Christmas pudding. So congrats on you. And we do oh, have cool. a couple extra categories, if you will. This is where we need the rat here in the studio. Why is he not in here right now? But you know what? I think uh, it's going to involve a lot of you RGA guys, you know, and gals and maybe. Um, actually, you know what? Federica. Well, how I give the first one here? You know what? Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to say Federica is not... Um, uh, Federica well, is, is not Federica listed in here. She looked good in the video. The she did look good, and and, and, so and she did a great job. So, Federica, you're getting honorable mention right now for always holding down all the um, RGA promo and for putting out all the clips and uh, for basically holding down the fort. Now, good thing you didn't get this award, though, because what is the name of this award, Vic? Uh, the first one is the I Couldn't Be Bothered Award. <laughs> uh, and the winner for this is receiving a lump of coal. And it's because the video was clearly filmed at work and that this person didn't even mime the track or take off their work uniform. The award goes to 
Mr. Scotty Hagan. There it is, Scotty. Scotty, Mr. Bellacci. There you go. But he's got guitars behind him. I think Scotty Bellacci. There you are, my friend. And you are now uh, officially, I couldn't be bothered award. But you know what? You did actually bother enough to film on your iPhone. Um, and thank you for that, I Scotty. Think, I think the guitars in the back were good. It was. I thought it was a pretty good shot, too. I know. I think it was just Dave being, you know, coming up with categories. Being Dave. Like, what can we do? You know, it's the rat being the rat. Hey, yeah. I've got this one, the Sexiest Grandma Award. The winner is going to receive a lump of coal. And everybody who didn't see the uh, video yet, you won't know what I'm talking about, but it's almost like a, um, a twisted sister uh, slash poison slash uh, quiet riot type of video where you have characters in it and uh, maybe even a Foo Fighter video. I'll give you that much. You did a great job on it. But the winner is of the Sexiest Grandma... Grandma Vic, right there. Uh, there he is. I've uh, never been into granny porn, but I kind of think I might be. <laughs> and it was like when you still had the, the little scruff there, it was really nice that you did I that. I shaved this morning before the show. What was your motivation uh, behind that? What were you looking at? Who were your role models? Was it Mrs. Doubtfire? Who was who were the role models for that role? Yeah, I, I think it was um, the the grandma in the in the Fresh Prince video. <laughs> I thought that that was funny. When she... All right. So, okay. Know. So the next one is the Rudolph the Red Nose. Oh, let me do this award. one, please. Let me do this one. I like this All one. Right. All right. All right. This is Rudolph, not the Red Nose. Rudolph the Red Nose. If you look at the, read oh, the script. Brown nose. I'm sorry, Brown Nose. <laughs> this is Rudolph the Brown Nose Reindeer Award. All right. And why is it called Rudolph the Brown Nose Reindeer Award? Well, it's because um, basically. We'll tell you the story after we mention the guy who wins the Rudolph the Red Nose Brown Door Award. Uh, the winner will receive a lump of coal. Um, the winner is Mr. Mr. Robbie, Robbie Miller. Miller, and he wins or it because nodding to imagine your reality. <laughs> That's true. And he's got some good real estate himself. He does have some good real estate. Look at that. He does. He's right next to Bianca. There's Bianca, folks. Uh, we were talking about her. Um, and I got all my dates right. I, I, I'm very impressed. I got the years right. I got the story right. Um, but the brown nose reindeer himself, Robbie Miller. Thank you Robbie. for uh, that Imagine Your Reality album. And of course, this is how it, how it all ties in together. If you want to get a uh, Imagine Your Reality record, I don't think you can anymore. I think they're all sold out. So you have to wait for the NFT. Ha ha! But uh, at the same time, and, and you can always go to build. That we're releasing next year, right? Robbie mm. the brown nose reindeer. Maybe, maybe the song of the year. Be a good one. <laughs> be a good one. Here's the thing, folks. Okay, so the next Go on over to is- bellyacherecords.com. I, I had to get my plug in there, uh, oh, Vic, yeah. because uh, right. that's how it all works together. Um, you go over to Scotty's store right there, uh, bellyacherecords.com, and you can go check out all of uh, my stuff, uh, Ryan Roxy's stuff, as well as Tommy Hendrickson and, and a bunch of other uh, great, cool artists. Oh, so what's the next award? All right. The next award is the most in need of a makeover award. <laughs> and the winner again is going to receive a lump of coal. Wow. There's a lot of coal. We're actually closet causing global warming. Mm-hmm. What's the, who's the winner? Hold on. Oh shit. I think I left. I, I, hold on. It's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come. He's just going to symbol. Hold on. Dave Rattenberry. <laughs> We, we, spoke we need to shave and haircut. He does need and a, a Peloton bike. 
Well, you know what? He looks great, and uh, he did a great job. He was the one that uh, he not only played on it, he edited it, and he put all your clips together. So big, huge grat, uh, congrats out to the rat, and enjoy that lump of coal. And our last award, of course, wow, look at one of the one of the uh, award winners is there to accept the award. Um, the winner is all they're all going to receive bones. Um, but this is the cutest dog award. And of course, the winners we have are Stevie, Stanley, and Rachel Loader's Dalmatian dog? Dalmatian? What, what, which, Rachel, if you're in this Dalmatian. chat, what's the name of your dog? Do you know it, Vic? I don't know her, the name of her dog. Can you go back to that picture? Uh, we got, uh, again, Stevie, Stanley, and I know you didn't name your dog Rachel Loader's Dalmatian. Or maybe you just named him Dalmatian. Um, we don't know the name. Gecko. There you go. Gecko. Oh, really? I don't know. That's what that's what Kanak is saying. Um, okay. The problem cool. is, for me, is that as a child, and this is, you should have done a little bit more of your uh, due diligence and asked me this question. I had a I huge- I was going to, but we had to get into the awards. We had a huge- We haven't, we haven't even gone forward fear. to get back. Or back to get forward. Yeah. Oh, we got we can't we have to go really quick because I'm getting the hook yeah. not from you, Vic. I'm getting the hook from from stage right. Your or your no, it's all right. We're, we're gonna like I said, we're gonna go out um, to celebrate our New Year's, and and I wanted to have a year end uh, sort of show that we did because we have so much happening in 2022. We're going to be busy next year, Vic. You and I and 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 uh, Fede and Rat and Robbie and and. Joey and who else they say Scotty everybody and all you guys and gals in the RGA we're going to be really busy because we have a lot of great guests coming up in the next year but uh, I just wanted to wrap oh, that actually we need to announce next week's guest well that's the whole point was I was going to say we have we're going to be jam packed right. with a ton of guests some huge names some controversial names some names that might actually educate us and hopefully every single one will inspire us next week we kick off the new year with who, Vic? Who's going to be our next week's guest? Greg Smith. Bassist. Bass player to the stars. Well, hold on. Don't just say bassist to the stars just because because you don't know all the accolades that he has. Dude, read, too many to read them all. Come on, Vic. You're the host. Read who Greg has played bass with. Everybody. Billy Joel. There you go. Ted Nugent. Hit him again. New Oyster Cult. Yes. Um, Alice Cooper. There you go. I played with him. Um I don't the plasmatics, dude. Plasmatics, okay. A lot of them. I don't know. I don't remember them all. There's so many. You had me at Billy Joel. That's Greg Smith coming up next week on In the Trenches, and uh, yeah. Again, I I can't stop being a host. I got to stop. I got to just think guests. I know you want to let me take over. All right. So we're gonna jump in also because we always appreciate all the people who watch the show regularly, who share all the stuff online, who are always promoting the show, and. Um, always there in the chat. We definitely appreciate you. So we want to uh, do this week's fan of the week. <clears throat> this week is Lily McCartney. Yay, Lily! Paul's daughter. Paul's daughter. We need to get Paul. We need to get Paul in the podcast for sure oh we need to have him in the trenches i listened to his interview the other day with uh, howard stern he's he's had him on several times and it's amazing some really good interviews have you watched that beatles documentary yet 
Yes, I've I've here's here's my here's here's my pointer for that, Vic. Um, what the hell's going on in your background? Do you have airplanes flying over? Okay. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing. You you wouldn't hear it so much if you were watching it with biodynamic headphones. And I suggest this is my big tip for the um uh, biodynamic mic picked it up. Is it get back? Is that that's the name of it, right? The the Beatles yeah, special. Get back. I've watched now two of the three. Uh, parts. There's, it comes. It's in three parts, but each part is a good two, two and a half hours. So, my big tip though is to watch it or listen to it with headphones on, because not only do you get amazing, never before heard mixes of these songs that eventually became "Let It Be" and um, "Abbey Road," and you know you hear snippets of the White Album and even old school stuff. I mean, they they go through everything when they're just sitting around jamming. It's amazing. But when you hear it with stereo headphones, it's like you hear all the little uh, the little jibes, the little jabs, the little one liners that Lennon will say to McCartney, and you see. You know, McCartney will shoot back to Lennon and to to Harrison and Ringo, and then you realize how you know important that um, um, the whole band, the, the time was. It was it was such an important time for music, and it's it's watching great. them write these iconic songs is just amazing. How they me. come together, I, how the songs come together, and and you, and I loved watching the photographer moving around in the studio taking photos. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, that's my man. A lot of times the photographer was Linda McCartney. You know, she took us yeah. and she'd be taking oh, yeah. pictures. And, and, and you re- also realize just how, I mean, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm, I'm a huge, huge Beatle fan. Um, my son's named Lennon. Um, always been a Beatle fan. And I love bands that love the Beatles. That's why Cheap Trick, Oasis. It just, you know, you carry on the lineage of that. But um, yeah, that you re- also realize how important Billy Preston was for that era of the Beatles, right? I had I didn't really know it until I watched that. I mean, I I knew he had played keyboards on a lot of songs and, and stuff, but how about when he comes in, was, and he just starts playing, and it just sounds and so natural. Drawn and they go, "We can't yeah, do it without yeah, Billy." Yeah, yeah, exactly. They really said he was like the fifth Beatle. I was like, that that's just amazing. It was it was really good. Pete Best it's, was supposed wasn't wasn't supposed to be their manager was supposed to be the fifth Beatle, but yeah. Well, no, they 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 they, they, th- they thought of him as the fifth Beatle as a, as a musician, but you know George Martin. Who there could be so many fifth Beatles. You know Pete get Pete uh, Best, uh, yes. George Martin. Uh, um, why am I blanking on the on the manager of the Beatles? What I am too. What? Okay, chat bail us out. Manager of the Beatles, unfortunately passed away. You know. It shouldn't take well, this long. Okay, so we're talking about the Beatles here, and we talk about like their songwriting process. What is your process when you go about writing a song? Epstein. Yes. Epstein, right. But what was the first name? Brian. <laughs> Brian Epstein. Right. I mean, Epstein's like become a bad name these days, right? Yeah. It's, it's got bad connotations. I just remember Epstein from Welcome Back Cotter and Bring Back Welcome Back Cotter Epstein and fucking, you know, Brian Epstein. Okay, so you're ignoring my question. Oh, wait, what's the question? Sorry. What's your songwriting process? Um when you go when you go about writing a song? 
honestly, sometimes it comes in a guitar riff. Sometimes it just comes in a good melody that comes into my head in the early morning hours when I'm just waking up and something will come in. So then I'll rush out into the other room and just put it on my, um, you know, voice memos and stuff. And, and then sometimes, um, it doesn't come until everything's pretty much done as, as a song, you know, maybe, maybe it just starts with a song title. You know, maybe I just go, oh, this is a good song title. And it takes a long time to develop the song around that. You know, that's kind of what happened with Second Chances, a song that I wrote um, a long time ago. It took a long time mm-hmm. to develop, but I knew that Second Chances, if you're, you know, if you don't believe in Second Chances, you're only living half your life. That's all I had for the longest time. But I knew that line was, I, I liked it. And I thought that it, 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 it was a good sort of, you know, play on words, if you will. And mm-hmm. so then everything took a long time. Whereas other th- songs, you know, other just guitar riffs, like sort of, um, over and done, you know, the, that just came right away. And the song just kind of all came together at the same time. Um, the, the riff came first for uh, me generation definitely and they probably He's all the come, they probably all come you know from listening to another song that you really like enjoy and you go well where can I borrow a little Inspired bit of this yeah pay homage to mm-hmm. you know, steal <laughs> you don't want to say steal but at the same time yeah, you 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 want to you want to capture the spirit of of a certain song, and I definitely had an an indie, sort of a Swedish indie vibe when I uh, wrote that riff for uh, Me Generation. You know, and, 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 hey, you, and you played some of the demos and stuff for me that of like early versions of those things, and you have like a a click track or something behind that. Do you do you ever play other instruments? on any of those like if you like a piano part or anything that you come up with for any of your yeah but but you know to be honest with you like even if it's like merry christmas everybody you know i i play like a really really dumbed down version of like the bass and then you know someone that really plays bass like chuck or or fucking tommy or you know um or Johnny Griparic, for instance, on on Merry Christmas, everybody, they'll they'll lay it down for real. I mean, maybe a lot of people don't know this, but you know, Tommy Hendrickson started off as a bass player, and he he is a bass player, always will be. He's become a, a great guitar player as well, but he played bass on um, Me Generation, so that's him. Um, but cool. yeah, I, I, I you know, on Merry Christmas, everybody, I also laid some keyboard parts down, but I laid it down with my Apple. Uh, on my Apple keyboard, not, not, not the computer keyboard, not, not an actual 88 key thing. It was like, I was pressing the letter D F G cause they have this thing where you can just use your regular, uh, text keyboard to get certain sounds. That guy that, do you remember the guy that was in the van with us that played keyboard? Um, <laughs> oh, the guy in, from, in, uh, from six strings, six, six, yeah. uh, six pence under richer, but I, I kept calling that him six pence so under richer. What are they called? Six. It was like something. I, I kept calling him six pence six under richer, string. but I think six they're string. called, yeah, I don't think it was six string. It was something like that though. Six, six cents. I can't remember the name of the group, but chat, can you help good. us out and find, uh, and, and tell us <laughs> who we were in the van with that neither of us can remember of the band? No, they, they, they backed anyway, up. When the, you guys were going over the songs and you were just listening and saying, Oh, that's this and this, this that sort of thing. Like a six wire, you, 
six wire. That's right. Yeah, there you go. But it's like you guys have a superpower. It's not a superpower. It's it's just it visualizing your head uh, where where you are. I, that's what I kind of teach with System Twelve. Is as long as you know the names of the of the notes on the first two strings, you can get by with you know learning the rest yeah, of the strings thinking, quite easily. You're thinking of it as, as as playing part of it, but the power that you guys have is the is the emotion that you evoke in the people that, who who hear the music. You can take somebody from being in a total shit mood to pumping their fist and being excited, or you can oh, take somebody okay. from being happy Thanks. to sad. You can, you can change their emotion in three minutes. Oh, that's, that's cool that you say that. I, I think I it's, mean, I, it, I there think is, a, there is a certain, certain superpower that musicians do have, but I don't think it comes from the actual musicians. I think unless you're someone like Prince or something like that, but I think it comes from just the gift of having music wherever, you know, it comes well, through you, I mean, the, you know? the poetry of the lyrics and the melody and all those kinds of things. I think they just, I don't know. It's a, a, an amazing mix. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we've, I've been able to be a part of this, uh, this sort of family that we that we keep on growing and growing with the RGA and hopefully you guys are inspired and, and you're sticking around whether the, it's the podcast or whether it's the tunes whether it's the music videos that we put out or whether it's just you know listening to Vic ask me questions uh, that you guys are you're hanging around and and that's what it's this community and music is a huge part of that so and I can hardly wait till we get back out there again in 2022, which is gonna it's gonna happen. You know, I know that there's a lot of uh, a lot of question marks up in the air right now, but I think we're we're headed to um, everything is a okay on schedule as far as I know right now. And uh, so it's all looking yeah, we'll, looking yeah, good. So yeah, far? we'll see you at the end of uh, the end of January, early February. That's the way it looks right now. What, now. Was, what was the toughest thing for you this last tour when you had all the COVID restrictions and things? What was the hardest thing? <laughs> not being with? able to do the rock and roll parking lot, not being able to see you guys face to face as close as you could. I mean, you know, we had Officer Burkholder. Um, a lot of you guys know her from the RGA. She came to every single show on the tour. Couldn't be more uh, thankful to her for making that that journey with us. But unfortunately we just couldn't hang out as much as we would have liked to because, you know, we were in this bubble and luckily we were able to make it through from show one to show, you know, till the end without any cancellations or any delays. Um, hopefully that we're, we're beyond that now. Um, I know that the restrictions are lightening up, you know, every single, uh, well, day. Now, they're, right they're changing. Now Omicron, they're kind of tightening back up. They're tightening, but they're lightning because it's it's a weird thing. Because no, it's it's seriously you see what the CDC came out with now. It's it's now it's five days of isolation instead of ten. So that means that if someone did come down, uh, there wouldn't be a complete stoppage of a tour. Like ten days can kill a tour. Five days, you know, you can you can sort of make things happen, work through it. But I mean, and and who knows? You know, by then it might even be less. But we're we're doing our best to like I said I'm not I'm not a doctor I'm just a guy that uh, wants to play continue to play music and tour for a living before okay I we make our I life have a in the metaverse about, about touring yeah now I know that you're you guys are really limited on your luggage and things like that that you take on tour is that the reason that you wear the same outfit every night or is that like absolutely an not thing that, no no what, What's the what's, what's the reason, the reason for- why we wear an out like a one outfit every night? Because I I think you want to be equated as a as a as a character. 
you know, a, 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 like sort of a cartoon character. And that's your, that's your uniform. That's what you're used to seeing. You know, it's like seeing Slash with the top hat or whatever, Alice with the eye makeup, you know, hopefully, you know, me with the wristband and some sort of, you know, hat accompaniment, you know, it will, you know, you, oh yeah, he's that guy, you know, he's that character. He's that, you know, that cartoon character. Cause we all want okay. to be, um, as much as I, again, have never watched a Marvel film, we all want to be superheroes in one way or another. That's why, you know, every show Chuck Garrick will be guaranteed to be shirtless, you know? <laughs> well, he can still pull it off. Too. And it is Tommy's shirt, by the way, Matt, man. You are exactly right. That's uh, it's it's the shirt that I wore in the last entire leg of the tour um, was his shirt because um, he was getting rid of it. He was cleaning out his wardrobe case and I was looking for a new shirt and I, and he gave it to me. He said, enjoy it. And, and that's always the best time to be around Tommy Erickson when he's, when he's cleaning out stuff. Cause he'll just give stuff away. Just give everything away, baby. Give it all away. Let it all go out. <laughs> all right. Well, I know I could, I could keep talking to you well into the new year, but, um, so yeah, I'm going to, we do got to run. Gonna skip, I'm going to skip. Let's go back to get forward okay. and save it for another time, another episode. But I do have to get to some of the other questions because I know, I know some people sent me questions uh, and I've, I've kind of included them in the thing so far, but I wanted to go ahead and, and uh, have a moment for let the people speak. All right. So I've got just a few of these things uh, that I wanted to go over. And the first one comes from Matt Bishop. All right, Matt Rolling Bishop. Stones or Led Zeppelin? Rolling Stones. No it's question. just that simple. No question about it. You know, and, and, and if you had to go, you know, I'd go Beatles trumps them all. But uh, for me, like, I, I totally understand Led Zeppelin. I understand the groove. I understand the musicianship. I understand the vibe. Uh, but for me, Rolling Stones, they, you know, wrote the book on rock and roll and continue to do so today. Now, you talked last episode with Dave about going to see Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Um, but what about going to see the Stones? Um, I, I know you guys have actually, you, you guys, did you, that did was you Jeremy. Yeah. Alice did a few shows with him it was when I wasn't, uh, it was when I was living in Sweden. I wasn't touring with the band at that point. Um, of course, but Alice, whenever Alice tells the story, I am in the band. So I, I let, I let, I let, what is it called? The Mandela never effect. The no, let, never let the truth get in the way of a good story and I always go with the Mandela effect if it suits you. Um, but Matt Bishop. Yeah. I did go see the Rolling Stones at Shea stadium, which was a cool, gig and uh, I've seen them um, I think one other time but uh, you know again just listen to their albums they they wrote the book on rock and roll yeah I'm a big Stones fan okay our next question comes from someone named Mrs. Shalfon <laughs> there you go and she says as a rock star have you ever trashed a hotel room never never I've had I've had uh, I've had parties in the room where the hotel was very very fucked up at the end of the morning night whatever you want to call it um but in my it, but Not it was always trash. salvageable and we never did anything so disrespectable so so disrespectful that a staff would have to come in and like just have to start charging people and stuff like that I've always found that if you're going to go do something that to um a hotel room, it's better for it to be the keyboard player's hotel room or for it to be, you know, 
somebody else's room besides yours. It's just like it's it's like kind of like owning a boat or owning a yacht. It's no better TVs if someone out the window or anything like that. No, it's better if someone else owns the yacht. It's better if you know the, the TV's out the window. I just you know we're, we're just worried about actually having a TV that works in our rooms in a lot of the hotels that we stay at. I mean, definitely on on the Planet Axe tour for sure. <laughs> definitely. Okay, so next question comes from Fetty. Federock. Yep. Uh, what three things, not including your iPhone, would you take uh, with you on a desert island if you were stranded alone for three months? I take I take Bianca because you know she wouldn't be stranded after that. But if it, if it had to be physical, just things, things, a guitar, obviously a guitar, um, and you'd want some sort of music to listen to. And um, uh, do I have four G, five G Wi Fi? What is it? No, you're on a. <laughs> Desert Island with no Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's uh, why you don't need your phone. All right. I, I, I well, I would definitely bring non-electronic items. Nothing I guess. electronic. Okay. Well, not even a Kindle that I can put a bunch of books on. No, damn it. Okay. Not I'd probably forward. bring a super super long book um, that I haven't read yet. Um, you know, and um, yeah, definitely you have to have a guitar. You know, because that will keep you. Are busy. you a big reader? Um, I do read, yeah, I, I'd probably bring my reality transurfing book because that's a series of books and that's about five books. So yeah, I, I re, I've been reading that for a long time and anybody who wants to know about reality transurfing, it's a whole different ball of can of worms to, to not open maybe here, but, uh, it's something that I'm, I definitely, um, am into and I've, I've discovered it, you know, a long, long time ago, long before it was a uh, trendy or, or even people knew so much about it. It's like Russian okay. philosophy. Well, speaking of opening a can of worms, okay. uh, our good friend Mike at Pink Sock Podcast always oh wants to open a can of worms. So he asks, <sighs> I read online that you once dated a porn star. Fact fiction, or fiction? Fiction. That's total, total fiction. fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I laugh at it, though. I laugh at oh, it, yeah. it, it, it because it's still out there when you say it. I have know? seen that. I've, yeah. I've seen it online somewhere. It's um, Jade or something like that. Something Jade. I don't know. But it's it, 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 that, that's definitely fiction. I can be awesome. honest with you yeah. that that was fiction. I never dated. Well, and we need to update your uh, Wikipedia page. Or it's better not be on that. <laughs> no, unless you, unless you Snick put it on there. Pink no, sock. I'll Who get you. That for you. Huh? Do you know? Who updates that? Um, it's it's a friend of mine from Australia. Um, oh gosh, now see, don't put me on the spot here, Vic. Now I'm gonna I'm okay, not gonna, sorry, I'm gonna mess his sorry. name up. No, but it's like it's um. It's a, it's one of those uh, Audrey, you know, like, like like a man's name. It sounds it sounds like it could be Audrey or Ombre or and not Andrew, but yeah, it, my my buddy from from Australia. Okay, sorry to put you on the spot like that. You just did threw me over okay, the next, next question yep. from uh, Tinga is what have you learned about yourself since you became a famous musician? <laughs> that I'm not a famous musician because uh, uh, we're still working on that. We're still building that up every single day. But uh, I've learned that um, I like to entertain and inspire people. And when I see that and I do that sort of inspiration thing and do well and see them respond to me, it makes me a better person because I feel that I've been put on this world to be a performer and uh, be an entertainer. You know, if you looked at a deck of cards and you see, you know, um, 
not the number cards, but you look at the face cards and you see the, the ace and you see the king and the queen. And I have always the court jester, the jack. I've always sort of equated myself as the jack. And the jack's not a bad card. It's a it's a strong hand. If you get three jacks, you're going all in with it as well. But um, I've always just considered myself more of that entertainer. And um, I've been able to sort of slip and slide through life so far with that and enjoy the ride. Well, and you like to be a teacher too, I think. I do like what, teaching what? inspiring. Again, it goes back to that inspiration thing. If I can inspire you to, because ultimately I can show you what I've learned, but you have to ultimately play it yourself and take it on yourself. The system 12 guitar method is, is there. So you have a very strong foundation and you get there fast. You don't get uninspired to play guitar. That's the problem. I think with learning guitar, too many people get uninspired because it, you learn things maybe backwards or you learn it in not the way that we teach with system 12. I think the way that we teach with system 12 is a progressively fast, quick, uh, comprehensive way of approaching the guitar that at the end, you know, your foundation, and then you go on to your own journey and your own YouTube rabbit holes. And, uh, you continue on from there. Yeah, I, I have to say, cause I, I've gone through a lot of the system 12. I haven't finished it ever, but, um, <laughs> well, it's like it's, me with reality transurfing. Maybe it's never done, you know? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. I, I really love the fact that I can pick up my guitar and fairly quickly start playing songs that, that I know. And, and I feel confident pretty quickly that there's a, there's a big jump. I think it's like between lesson seven and eight or something like that, where I, I was like, Oh shit. No, no, this no, no. A, you I, think and really? a, a no. little bit, a little bit for me. Well, it's lesson seven, you learn seven nation army. If you can do down, I, down, 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 I think it's down, seven and eight or eight and nine, somewhere in there, but there's a big jump. And then like the next lesson, where you're doing the uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz song, I felt like it was a little easier. And so well, maybe that's good. Maybe, you you, yeah. you know, you push yourself and then you get a little bit of relaxation. And the name of the guy who does my Wikipedia site, Ashley Moore. See, Ashley. I was right. Sorry. Ashley from Australia. Ashley Moore, because it could have been, again, thank you. Thank you, Ashley. Um, there it is. Uh, you know, I see Nick. Australia I see. is supposed to be on that cruise. I'm excited about that. Wh which one? In Rose Tattoo is supposed to be on the Monsters of Rock cruise. Oh, I hope so, man. We, we play Rose Tattoo backstage before every show, pretty yeah. much. Tommy really yeah. likes them. I, I, I just, I love the fact that uh, Nick Lasanti is, he's in the chat right now and he's saying, your inspiration helped me become a Gibson artist this past year. He definitely has become a Gibson artist. So congrats on you for doing that. And I'm glad that I helped you out with that. Yeah. Yep. She's ready so to go. yeah, we're, we're we're getting ready to go and uh, celebrate the All new right. year as, as opposed to everyone else is because you know what it's uh, our last show of 2021. It hasn't been a shit show uh, the year. It's been better than 2020. We got to go out there. We dipped our toe back in the in the touring waters. Um, we had a think of all the killer guests we had, Vic. I mean. Thank you very much for producing all those shows and thank everybody in the RGA for, for contributing and watching to them. But, you know, we've had a lot of killer shows in 2021 and I can only look uh, even more forward to 2022. It's going to be great. I'm excited about it. So I've got one last question for you, you here. This is from Nick Sessler. If Alice is having a bad day on the course, do you ever pull back so you don't beat him? Never, never. You know, Alice uh, is always, um, even if he has a an off day on the course, we, we, I'm always trying to play my best golf because, you know, 
he talk about inspiration. He's inspired me to, to play the best golf of my life. And, and actually Chuck does too, because Chuck has gotten so good at playing golf. So I don't think, I think all of us between me, Chuck and, um, and Alice, our egos won't allow us to pull back. <laughs> we, we all want that sort of like, we were the best today. So there you go. Well, awesome. Thank you right, so well, much for having me, guys. And thank you, uh, Vic. I love this podcast. I think you guys are going some places, you know. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll put in a good word to the people that I know. And uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> you've done great, I, Vic. I just want to say thanks. I've, I've really enjoyed it. The last couple of years, we've, we're now, I don't know what episode this is, like 108 or something like that. Yeah, that something done. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. It's 7106, 7107, 7108. Okay. Seven, I'm not sure. There. It's up yeah. there. It's getting up there. It's up there. We've done a lot and it's been a blast and I've definitely enjoyed uh, getting to know you better. And I hope hope this uh, showed a different side of you to everybody who watches regularly and uh, yeah. maybe answered a few unanswered questions before. Cleared up maybe 7103, some 7104. On the internet. What is it? Is it 7103-7104? Well, hopefully, you know what? We can do another one where, you know, it'll be Scotty's turn to introduce to, to uh, or Joey's turn great. or Federica's turn. We still have a lot of these things. There's there's a lot of layers of the onion to unpeel. Uh, and maybe one day I'll do an in-depth interview with you, Vic. That'll be weird. You are like an onion. <laughs> I smell like an onion sometimes. sometimes. But anyway, hey, what are you doing tonight? Are you going to have fun? Um, yeah, I don't think we're doing anything big. We're going to hang out. Stanley needs some champagne. And uh, I don't know. I think we're going to go buy a really nice bottle of champagne. Might drink that bottle of wine that, that you okay. gave to me. All right. Good. Well, everybody out there, <laughs> um, congrats to all our winners for Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, music video. And congrats to our fan of the week as well, Lily. Exactly. Congrats, Lily. Um, you, we're going to post up all the uh, award winners with their names and everything and all the awards and what they want on the website. So, uh, make sure you go check out, uh, just one last time before 2021 uh, ends, uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody, the, the music video, because all you guys are in it. And um, again, thank you for being a part of it. Um, it'll come out again next year, but we'll maybe do something different with it. But the song's done now, and it, now it lives, it lives forever. And it's all because of you guys. And, uh, and you'll have Mariah Carey money rolling in next year. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I thought it would be Britney Spears money. One way or the other, it'll be fine. And next it week. Have Greg Smith money rolling in. Oh, yeah. Greg Smith. <laughs> next week on In the Trenches, folks. Well, I've, I'm going to bow out now. But uh, thank you much for you hanging out. The show. This is my show, Roxy. No, you're, I'm going to bow out and let you close oh. the show. That's what I'm okay. all I'm well, saying. Hang on just a minute. All right. And. Um, I just want to thank everybody, uh, for showing up today, uh, keeping the chat going. And I apologize for not getting up more of your comments. I had a lot of things that I wasn't able to get to, but hopefully great. we'll have a part two or a part three or a part four or five or whatever. Uh, it's been great. Thank you. Have a great new year. Thank you for uh, letting us have him for a while, Bianca. And, uh, we'll see you guys in the new year. Enjoy the ride. In the Trenches with Ryan Roxy. Hello. Moby, give him his guitars back.